When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome back, everybody. My guest tonight is the multi-talented creator, writer, and star of Fleabag, and one of my favorite people I've ever given an Emmy to. Please welcome to A Late Show, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Phoebe, last time you were on, um, I have to confess, I had not seen Fleabag. (laughs) That's okay, I could tell. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you could not. I watched. I gave away no inkling that I hadn't seen Fleabag. I try to, you know, I try to watch no, the know. shows that people are doing before they come on, but I, I don't. I just don't have time. No, I know. I can't. I, honestly, I never. I would never have expected you to. To be honest, I don't know how you do it. So thank you for thank oh. you for finishing that. But that's totally well, fine. How are you? How are you with taking compliments? Um, it sort of depends on what uh, what they're about. If it's about my shirt, very well. Okay, <laughs> it is a lovely shirt. It's a lovely shirt. How are you? How are you taking compliments about your work? Because I'd like to wax at you briefly here for a moment. Because oh, um, okay, well, good luck. You, yeah, I love it. Go here we it. go. I I cannot believe what a hilarious and beautiful show that is. I'm almost angry at you for making something <laughs> like that, because I've done a lot of different things. I've I've done I've done this. I've done narrative. I've done presentational. And now I just feel like, why create anything? Because Fleabag exists. <laughs> Am I the only person who has said this to you, who is actually kind of kind of furious at you for creating that show? I think, uh, I think there may have been one or two angry people. <laughs> that's, that's actually my favorite. That's my favorite. I live to make okay. people angry at me. Right. <laughs> the show that I that's that's oh. Thank you very much. Now, how do you feel about being responsible for making the concept of Priest hot again? Really, really proud of myself for that. I think that might be that might be the thing I'm most proud of. Apparently, there was a priest, there was a poor priest in the UK who started getting unsolicited photographs of women sending themselves, like sending naked pictures of themselves to this um, guy's email that had been passed around just because they were watching Andrew so much and needed an outlet, and they found this one poor priest who's I don't know if he's still going, but um, but yeah. Well, it's just sort of a modern form of confession, I suppose. Well, my show certainly is for me. <laughs> really? Is, are, is what you write confessional? It sort of is. Yeah, it feels really personal. So it feels like, I feel like I always want to go close to the bone. So anything that feels like when I feel a little bit nervous writing it, I feel it, it's actually cathartic. Whenever I feel a little bit nervous writing something, I know I've got oh. some, somewhere personal, which is normally a good sign. Well, people used to ask me whether my old character on the Colbert Report was 
was me or what parts were like me. Yeah. And I, I like to say that that show was, uh, I got to wear a mask so I could confess my own weaknesses because the things yes. that he, he, the things that he indulged in were the things that secretly, I guess I would like to do, but yes. a, poli a polite person can't do them or a person with conscience can't do them. You know, make yourself the most important person. It's the perfect crime. <laughs> oh, hey, the last time I saw you in the flesh was at the Emmys. Yeah, you had given them to me. <laughs> I know, I had the great, great honor of uh, presenting you with outstanding lead actress in a comedy series, one of just a raft of Emmys you won that night. <laughs> That's the yes. one I remember most. That's remember, you remember you handing it to me the most. That's well, most I, vivid to I me. Remember, I remember that part too. But um, what was that night like for you? Was that surreal? Yeah, I mean, I don't think, I mean, I could never have imagined a night. I don't think any of us could ever have imagined a night like that. I mean, it's, it is a night that dreams are made of and it all just went, and it was just, it was just so full of sort of love and madness and vodka gimlets. I can't, it, it just, when I think of it, it's just become this one sort of like mushed up memory of just friends and lights yes. and fun. And it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was extraordinary. I'll never, ever forget it. Well, it, it led to one of the most glamorous photographs that any of us can imagine. You're on a lawn chair or something. It was with, in the the, with the gimlet. With the gimlet. Vodka gimlet, always in hand. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I was with um, just a bunch of like six friends out the back and one of them took that photo and, and then put it on his Instagram and then it just went <laughs> Be careful of who's taking photos of you and putting I mean, No, that yes. one turned out quite well. But, uh, but yeah, you never know. Yes. What did you do later that night? Did you just did you just go home? Well, I didn't, I didn't. I didn't. I saw you. You saw me. I was at Chateau when you were in that chair, exactly. And I came over. She, you had a, a, a just a throng of people around you, and a friend of mine said, "Oh, go say hi. You're, you're like you've seen the show. Like go, go. You such a huge fan. Go say hi." I'm like, ah, I don't want to bother her. And she says, no, no, go say hi. So I no, went over to go scared. say hi, and I had said that I just bragged to my staff that when I gave you the Emmy, you gave me a peck on the cheek. And so I thought like, I felt like I won the Emmys that night. <laughs> and, and, and at that exact moment, a very, I'm sure, nice and well-meaning person came up to me to give his opinion of something I should do on my show. And in front of you, and I pray you don't remember this, I turned to him and I said, not now. <laughs> And then by the time I turned back to you, you had moved on to more glamorous <laughs> oh, fields. No. So all I remember at that point was needing there was some cheese toasties going around. Yes. And by that point, I was just it was all eyes on the toasties. I couldn't think about anything. So but with your not now, it was probably mm. the same thing I was doing to anything that wasn't yes. the cheese toasties, so I get it. Um okay, how are you where are you right now? I'm in bed in London. No. Okay, you're in the UK. I didn't need to know. You didn't get too specific. What side <laughs> of the bed, here. Phoebe? Okay, it's very late there. Thank you for doing it. I realize that. Um, how how are you holding up in the UK? Your your queen gave you a beautiful speech. Was that was that moving and effective for the people who who live there? She did. She really bossed it actually on that speech. It was extraordinary. She did what? I'm sorry. She she bossed it. I don't think I've ever said that before. So I'm um, I'm already regretting saying it. And even more so, she bossed it. She bossed it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She rocked it. Okay. You know, it was it was really extraordinary because you know whatever people think about uh, the Queen or um, the royal family or their place in the world, um, there was something of 
there was a real moment of gravitas when she spoke to us that we all sort of needed and unity. And then she, she, she ended it with, I mean, the most epic sentence. I don't know if you've seen it, but she I said, have. "We will see. Yeah, we will see our friends again. We will see our family again. We will meet again." I mean, it was so badass. That's a. It's a great callback to Vera Lynn from World War II. I mean, Just it was, beautiful. It, it was beautiful, yeah. It was very, very moving. Mm -hmm. So who are you tucked away with right now? Are you with, are you with family? Who, who are you, who are you uh, happily yeah, stuck with? with? I'm with, um, I'm <laughs> very happily stuck with my sister and we're being very civilized. Okay. Is it older, <laughs> older sister, younger sister? Yeah, older sister by about 18 months. So we're pretty, she, pretty close in age. Does she boss you around? No, actually, we've been, honestly, we've been so good. When we were some teenagers, we promised each other we'd never live with each other because we worried that even though we're very, very close and adore each other, we'd probably kill each other. And then we started living together a couple of years ago and it's just been bliss. And actually this time, we're sort of ships passing in the night most times when we live together. And actually, we've actually had proper time. We do have, we've had to have code words in the house. What, code <laughs> words for what? Like, get the hell out of the kitchen. <laughs> So we have because we have like one communal space in the middle of our bedrooms. But if um, yes. but there's one person in the kitchen, the other person comes. Well, like if she came into this room now, I don't know why she'd have to use my bedroom now. But if she came in now, she would look at me and go, "Lemon," which means, "Can I come in?" or "Are you working?" And if I go, "Lemon," <laughs> that means, "Get out, I'm working." And if I say, "Pear." That means, sure, come in and hang out. I don't know why we landed on those. They were the mm. friendly fruits. Oh, really? I love a fruit-based system. <laughs> what do you That's guys nice. do? What do we do? Well, um, the, uh, my daughter is the eldest child in this family. Mm -hmm. and, and my wife and I are both youngest children. And so my daughter naturally tells us what to do. And okay. so she has uh, engaged a, uh, a chore chart for us. Matter of fact, we got, there was a family-wide email two days ago explaining what is filthy, what needs to be cleaned, and, uh, and basically, priorities, priorities. She's here, she won't come on camera. But oh yes, God, she is 100% in charge of, of uh, you know, the, the communal bathroom. Why aren't we wiping down the window frames? What's, the porch is a, a, a mess. But does she delegate? Who does what? When? She does. First of all, she's great. She does the work herself first, and then she starts delegating to other people. And we're and and you know what? We just if we just do what she says, things go better, because she actually knows what she's talking about. <laughs> My God, you have a natural leader. Yeah. And she leads by example. I can't believe she does it all herself first. That is a classy dictator you have in the house there. She just called you a classy dictator. Oh, thank Actually, you she called you a, a classy dictator. <laughs> very nice. Um, okay. A lot of people are finding their inner chef while they quarantine. Are you cooking? I am. I have had the most extraordinary experience with my kitchen over the last few weeks. I've never, I mean, I really enjoy cooking, but I've never been able to do a huge amount of things. So I just started experimenting. And the first two were an absolute um, disaster. My poor sister has had to be the taster for these, but I've suddenly got the hang of it. And now I can't, now I can't, it's all I can think about now. Is just, What's your go-to? Do you have a go-to dish at this point? I don't really have a go-to dish. I have a go-to cookery book, which is sim uh, Simple by Otto Lenghi. Which simple. Is not the reason I've come on your show <laughs> to promote that. We'll book him next. <laughs> Um, but it's because oh, yeah. uh, you're a good cook, aren't you? You're a keen cook. 
I, I'm a keen cook. I don't know if I'm a good cook. I enjoy cooking maybe more than I'm good at it. And I live with people who are nice to me, so they, they say they enjoy it. Oh, well, that's good. That's, that's good. Key. Phoebe, we have to take a little bit of a break, uh, but please stay right there in your bedroom because folks will be right back with more Phoebe Waller-Bridge. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be, because Survivor 46 is here, and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand-new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Devaya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. We're back with Phoebe Waller-Bridge, safely ensconced in her bedroom in <laughs> London. Let's talk about, you, you, you know, Fleabag, obviously, uh, the only perfect television show ever made. But it started as a stage show. And I understand um, uh, you brought it back last year, had a sold-out run in New York and in London, right? Yes. yes. So what are you doing now that people need to know about? I, I love this idea. So what we're doing now is um, when all the theatres closed in the UK, and I think it was around the same time in, you know, in the US, um, I w- we were sort of, me and the sort of Fleabag team started talking about how we could do something to help the community, uh, the theatre community, but also the wider community, basically how we could just raise money. And we had in our back pocket the National Theatre live recording of the play uh, in the West End uh, last year. And that was actually screened into some cinemas, but hasn't ever been on TV and has never been able to be streamed or anything. So everybody sort of banded together and decided that we were, everyone waived their fees, all the producers got involved and and then Amazon came on board and Soho Theatre On Demand, Soho Theatre was where the play first uh, happened, first started. And uh, we've now managed to put the show online, this one, like one-off recorded performance online to be streamed for a minimum of four pounds which i think is about five dollars mm-hmm. and it all the money all the proceeds from it goes to charities uh, working on the front line working to support people on the front line of the coronavirus pandemic so and where can they where can they stream it they can stream on amazon prime okay in the in the u.s and in canada it can be streamed on the soho on demand website which is uh, also which is the uk based website mm-hmm. and it's it's a slightly different experience from the tv show because it's a one woman show it's where so it's where the whole thing started so it's mm-hmm. it's a 70 minute monologue mm-hmm. um, by me if you can bear it 
and it's basically the origins of the TV show. It's a little bit darker, a little bit weirder, a little bit ruder than the. I I the I, show. I have a confession to make is that I got the link last night, and oh I I have not watched it. Okay. Because Good. that's my style Stick with you. <laughs> but I wanted to watch it because my wife said, "Oh, we've got this great. We let's let's watch it." And again, my daughter said, no. She said, you can watch it by yourself, but you cannot watch it with your children. Because it's, she goes, it's a little darker. It's a little, okay, it's a little rougher. Knows, knows. Oh, I love she that knows. you watched it. Thank you for watching it. So what, what, why, why is the stage play a little bit, um, uh, I'll use the word racier. Why is it a little racier, a little darker than the show? Because the show didn't seem to be holding pulling its punch. Yeah. It's it's it really delves into the psychology more because it's a because it's a monologue. Uh, mm -hmm. there's there's a lot more of her point of view uh, mm -hmm. and her the harsher perspective she has on the world and and she's much less the characters I mean it's it's sort of hard because there's a there's a lot of she's very sexually candid but she uses it in a sort of um, way to control uh, the energy in the room. Whereas it had a kind of um, cheekier element to it in the TV show, and it's all tied into her own psychology and her own mm. lack of self worth and and you know all that. <laughs> but in the show, she's much spikier, and so her mm. perspectives on the world and on people and how she believes that everybody you know values her and everybody else by how attractive they are, and she's a porn addict, and you know there's a lot. There's, you find out a lot more about the kind of darker corners of her psychology. And also there's a, a, and like, there's a couple of like <laughs> more uncomfortable events that happen to other characters in the, in the show at the end, one in particular. Mm. Um, um. But yeah, so if you want to enjoy that. <laughs> for, 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 I'm sold. By, by yourself. Yeah, by Not yourself, with your children. No family around. Mm -hmm. um, it's, uh, but yeah, the really wonderful thing is that we feel that so many people were trying to, and us as well, were trying to find ways to entertain people at the same mm. time, people were trying to, find ways to raise money and with this uh you know endeavor we thought you know we might have an opportunity to do both and we're really 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 excited now that it's gone on to amazon prime to say that we are now also as well as um, the money we're raising going to the nhs and the charities here in the uk we are now also giving some of what we raise to broadway cares which is a charity in the u.s that raise money to look after people in the theater community who have now obviously lost jobs and potential future prospects and everything. So, uh, and, you know, it's really important to remember that the theatre community isn't, you know, as I well know, and I imagine you probably know as well from your own experiences, isn't just the glitz and glamour of the West End. You know, it's not, we always think it, it as a glamour, it's glamorous facade. And actually it's, it's companies up and down the country working so hard to bring communities together, yeah. like put on plays, you know, in schools. It's it's the behind the scenes, the technicians, the set builders, the, you know, the box office people, you know, everybody there is working together to create this incredible cultural community that we have, you know, that's where Freebag started. And we were so embraced in New York, we just wanted to, you know, give, give back a bit at this time. That's lovely. That's lovely. Thanks. Hey, before I let you go, and obviously you're under no legal obligation to answer this question, though, as a member of uh, the talk show community, you are sworn in right now. Mm. What's what is the box? <gasps> you don't have to tell me. You can't. What do you think the box is? 
Oh my God, he slumped so much that he is so disappointed. No, 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 no. But I, I, uh, now I'm sorry I asked because if I say what I think uh, the fox is, um, I think the fox is the hound of heaven. Now I wish that was my answer. I fled him down the nights and down the days. I fled him down the labyrinthine ways of mine own soul. I hid from him under running laughter. And that, you know the, you know the poem? Yes, I can't hound believe you're just reciting it like and this. At the very end, when the hound finally catches the man, it says, O fondest, blindest, weakest, it is I whom thou seekest, thou dravest love from thee who dravest me. I'm completely blown away. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. And that's what it, can you do that whenever anyone asks what I said the fox yes. was? We'll just have this printed out and put on a blue card for you. So you yes, can distribute please. it to people. Bibi, thank you so much for being here. This thank has been you. a delight. Thank Our you. best to your sister. Thank you. And thank you, for giving us, thank you for giving us a, a pear to our lemon tonight. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. Fleabag National Theater Live is available to stream on Amazon right now. All proceeds will go to charity supporting those affected by COVID-19. Phoebe Waller-Bridge, everybody. Thanks, Phoebe. Thank you for listening to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to The Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. CBS Sunday, after the Equalizer. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. It's the season finale. Everyone's looking for something. Of Tracker. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. I survive. You make quick, smart decisions. You never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker, CBS season finale Sunday after the Equalizer on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.